O God of grace and mercy, you sent your Son that we might have new life. You sent your Son to be King, King over the kingdom of heaven, and to be the bridge between this world and the next. God, save us from ourselves. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We hear in today's gospel three times, three different groups or people deriding Jesus to save himself. Jesus, save yourself. Jesus, save yourself. Jesus, save yourself. Well, now, Jesus could have saved himself, but in fact, he chose to humble himself. He chose obedience to God's will for his life rather than saving himself. He chose to die for the sins of others like the thief. He chose to die for us, for our sins, innocent as he was. He chose in his death to embrace all the world into his reconciling love. He chose to bridge the gap that all might be reconciled to God's love. He chose the most costly love there is to lay down one's life for another. He chose mercy and grace when we didn't even know we needed it. Like the crowd standing by doing nothing to stop that unjust persecution. Forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. So often we don't know what we're doing and what it cost him. We did what's called Lectio last Sunday on this text, and it was amazing the many different things from this text that were comforting to people of an assurance of being in heaven one day, that God would remember them. The list went on. And I was really worried as to how in the world to focus. And it happened that I had someone who was working on getting the dents out of my car. And so the fellow came to pick me up and take me to get my car and on Monday of last week. And I'll call him Tim. I asked his permission to share the story he had for me, but it crystallized and focused what it all comes down to. He said to me, and this was our second conversation, he knew I was a pastor, and he had said, I have a question for you. How does the church feel about recovering alcoholics? I could feel his nervousness, his fear of judgment. And I said, you know, we're pretty great with recovering alcoholics and alcoholics to boot. Because, you know, the 12 steps were created by some Anglicans called the Oxford Group. And they based the 12 steps on the scriptures. 
And I went on to tell him my perspective about alcoholism is that it is a disease, much like cancer. No one chooses to get cancer, nor do they necessarily choose to have an allergy to alcohol. That's what it is. It just doesn't work with their body chemistry. It changes them. So he seemed to feel safe enough to share the next part of his story. And he went on to tell me how he had been sober for 12 years, but that it did not come to him easy. He said that he had been in five treatment programs. He had tried so hard each time to get it, to be set free. But the harder he tried, the more elusive sobriety seemed to be. And it was in his sixth treatment center at his first meeting that a huge guy, big African-American fellow with dreadlocks looked straight at him and called out to him from across the room and said, dude, you need to get on your knees and ask God to save you. So he did just that, that night. He got on his knees, humbling himself, and asked God to save him from alcohol and from himself. He went on to explain, it was the craziest thing, he said. The desire to drink left me altogether. So now that doesn't mean I haven't struggled, but that the burden has been lifted. It was a miracle. It was beautiful. He said, do you know that in all those other five places, no one ever told me, ask God to save you. No one told me to get on my knees. And he said, I now know that is the key. And I tell every newcomer, get on your knees and ask God to save you. He's the key. I can't save myself, nor can you. Well, you know those conversations you have where you can just feel the Holy Spirit's just like the air is sort of crackling? I said, there's my sermon. There's the focus. There it is. Jesus could have saved himself, but he didn't. He humbled himself, and he died on a cross, as we're called to die to ourselves. It's the issue of all humanity. We want to save ourselves. We want to be little demigods. I'll fix it myself. I'll do it. But God has made us to be interdependent with him to rely on him, to be in collaboration with him, to ushering in a new world, a new way. It's confounding to the wise because it doesn't make sense. We have to give up and surrender to walk through and find redemption, to find new life and health. 
alcohol may not be the thing, your burden. But whatever it is, I can tell you, I knew I had to go get on my knees that night and say, God, help me. Save me. Fill in the blank. This story, this modeling of Jesus, is an invitation for us to choose humility and obedience rather than self-righteousness, the self-serving, the self-saving way of the world. We are shown in Christ a way of self-sacrifice for the good of the whole world. It requires that we put our hope in God and God alone to save us, not man, not a political party, not even a country, but God and God alone. He is our hope. It requires that we trust him in spite of our circumstances. It's where I say that hope is at holy defiance. It's saying in spite of my circumstances, I'm placing my hope and my faith in God. It requires that we get on our knees and we ask him to save us from whatever addiction or distraction that is keeping us from him and living the life that we are meant to, the life lived for him. It requires that we remember we are aliens here and that our true home and hope is in heaven the heaven where Jesus goes before us to prepare a place for us, the heaven where he will be praying and is praying on our behalf to God the Father, the heaven where he remembers the thief who asked that he be remembered that day in paradise, and he remembers us. This is why we get on our knees and surrender it all because Jesus showed us the way of doing this on the cross. So I say to you, good people of God, if you want liberty today from what binds you, I invite you at confession to drop on your knees and offer a heartfelt prayer. God, save me from and fill in the blank. And know this, he will. That's what he came to do. Let us pray. Christ, our King, reign in our hearts. Turn us from selfish desire to serve you alone. Deliver us from what binds us. Strengthen us so that we may proclaim your good news in our words and our deeds and give glory to God alone. All this we ask in the name of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.